0: Hey, Yo, Tiny. You ready? Yep. Hello, Tiny Mind listeners. It's your girl E from Tiny Minds Talk Back with Episode Four. Guys, we're almost at the ending. There's literally two more episodes to go, and after that is season two. As I always say, hold on to your seats, buckle that seatbelt, and get ready for a ride. So I'm actually in a different location this time. Um, I decided to do the podcast outside, somewhere where I felt safe, somewhere where I felt less constricted, where I can get fresh air. And just talk to you guys not saying that you know the studio was like constricted or anything or it was not safe but I just felt like hey you know why don't I give my listeners a little bit more I don't know I guess it's a, more of an open space for you for me not for you guys so this is like a selfish time for me um This episode was actually supposed to talk about relationships. Um, I was supposed to meet up with um, a different group of couples just to talk about our experiences, negative, positives, um, that we've endured without partners, vice versa. But I felt like, you know, I had to... I'm sorry about the background um, sound, guys. Um, Like I stated, I'm outside, so please for future reference please just ignore the outside noises but as I was saying um it didn't happen due to the fact that I really wanted to put this together I didn't want it to be a rush thing and so I'm really taking my time to put it together of course for the next episode coming and then the season finale will be episode six which I'm not going to tell everyone what it is but i will definitely leave it off as a surprise and just let everyone find out what it's going to be but it's definitely going to be bomb i do want everyone to tune in if you can so that would be very much appreciated and of course i would like to thank thank my supporters those who promote the page i really appreciate you because you don't have to i just i'm really overwhelmed with support right now so In this episode, you know, it's more free talking. I felt like I wanted to talk about two things. Um, One was, you know, dealing with living at home with your parents. And another one was how you are as a person. Um, You know, we are so used to pointing fingers at someone, someone doing this, someone doing that. But us as people, what have we done to resolve the issue? What have we done to you know make the situation better so to start off you know i wanted to talk about living at home with your parents i am currently 25 as i've explained during the first episode um i go to school i go to internships and i go to work so i'm more of trying to save up money for when i graduate um to move out and just start my life if possible start a family and just just settle my life, you know? But, you know, while living at home with my mom, she's the one that actually suggested that I stay there and save money. It's been kind of, like, challenging um, living at home with my mom. You know, before, when I was younger, it used to be more of, where are you going? <clears throat> like, where are you? And I used to be, you know, a pest. It's not like my mom doesn't let me go out where she conceals me in the house, but... It can be very overwhelming when you know your parent repeatedly asks you, you know, where you're going, or they repeatedly ask you, you know, are you going to wear that outside? Like that. I don't know about everybody else, but that strictly irks me. Like that is one of like my biggest. Oh my gosh! Like I cannot deal with this. So, apart from that, like, it's also about delivering my mom's characteristics. <clears throat> my mom is just like me. She's petty. Um, when She don't get her way. You know, everything. Like, she just shuts down. So, knowing that there's somebody like me, is kind of, like, difficult to deal with that. Because, in reality, that's who I am. And that's probably what people have to deal with. So, that also ties into who you are and how you make... Your, how you make the situation better amongst situations that you and your friends, family, loved ones deal with. Um, I feel like for me, I have certain characteristics that I know that other people it will be hard to deal with. I know that I always want to be right, I'm petty, but you know, I never knew that it was an issue until now. And this is me taking full accountability. I don't want a cookie, <laughs> but, like, I'm proud because it takes a lot to, you know, come out of yourself in a way and see yourself for who you really are and just try to change it. If you don't try to change it, then that's when the problem there's. Um, And so, uh, going back to what I was saying, you know, my mom, is kind of hard to deal with her sometimes because we have this toxic relationship where, like, you know, if me and her get into it, the next day we'll just act like everything is okay. And I feel like I learned that from my parents, you know, they were never like apologetic when they were wrong. They would never say I'm wrong. So. I probably learned that from them, and that's why it's affected, like, my friendships and my relationships, because when I do something wrong, it's hard for me to say I'm sorry. You know, we do learn a lot of things from our parents. We do learn, you know, their negative characteristics, and sometimes we do pick on it, not by choice, of course, but, you know, genetics and all that. So, you know, there is, of course, been some conflicts between me and my mother where, you know, I found it hard to understand her. She found it hard to understand me. And we will always put heads. I'll give you guys one example. Because someone, someone told me that, you know, you talk about being raw and being open on your podcast. But what tea do you really spill? And that person is right. You know, and I'm going to spill some tea. So I remember, and for those that, you know, are listening... I'm from an African household where, you know, the mothers are, like, truly dramatic. Um, So, one day, you know, somebody broke into my car, and I was very distraught. You know, everyone that knows, you know, when you're not in the mood or when you're, you know, in a situation where it's just like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? You're panicking. You don't really want to hear any negativity. It just, it is, granted, it is negativity going on, but... You know, you don't. You just don't want to hear that. So, um, you know, I'm in. I'm distraught. You know, I'm like, oh my god. Like, I don't know why. You know, someone would do that because somebody has broken into in my car before, and I made sure to always take things home. So my mom makes a comment like, one of your friends did it, and she's smirking, and it's just like, girl, like oh, I don't understand. And so I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I was just like, wow, like, and I'm like, for you to say something like that is crazy. And she goes, what? You called me crazy? Oh, my God, you're so disrespectful. And it's just like, everyone that hears me, I said, for you to say something like that is crazy. Like, I was actually shocked that she would say something like that. Because, you know, she knows all my friends, you know, she knows who I'm always with so it's just like girl so you know we got into a big argument and we didn't talk and you know that was one of the moments like where me and my mom haven't talked for a while and it kind of hurt me because it was just like damn like you're the one that offended me but what I learned is that in a household I don't know if it's like that in every household but in my African household you know you're never right the parent is always right In some situations, you just gotta leave it alone because if you dwell on it, you will just cut your head off. But yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to think of other situations where me and my mom got into it. Me and my mom have gotten into it over money. It's just been a lot and it's been overwhelming because, like I told everyone, you know, I'm in school, I'm at internship, I'm at work. So, between that, like, I don't really have time to have conflicts with people. But I definitely do believe that in some circumstances, I can also, um, you know, deflect and, you know, take a step back and try to prevent some situation. I have in the past and some situations have backfired, of course, but that does not mean I have to stop trying. So, you know, at, all at the same time with these arguments happening, my mom is still saying, you know, stay. You know, I don't want you to I don't want you to leave. You know, just save up money so you can leave. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, you want me to stay, but I need a good relationship as well. But I guess she's not understanding that. And I also have to realize that, you know, there's going to be people. There's been, I've been living with my three friends, um, Irina, DJ and Nana, for years. And I've learned so much about them. Like, I know it takes time. I just, I guess I like, you know, I expect a lot from my mother because, you know, I've been living with her my whole life, so. But um, I was also going to mention that, you know, for those that live with their parents, I know sometimes, like, you can fall into a depression, they wouldn't even know. You know, you can go through mad stuff and they're so unaware, they're so consumed with their things. In some households, you know, their parents ask them to do certain things and they have to do it right away. And my mom tends to do that, too, you know, where it's just, like, you have to do it now, and it's just, like, lady, I have a life, too, like, you can't just be up and, like, it's not like before, you know, where I was a kid, I don't have work, I don't have responsibilities, and now I have responsibilities, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to be there for you, and I'm going to do what you need me to do, but not on your time, Um, so... Respectfully, of course, you know, for those that are like, hey, shit. <laughs> nah, but no, respectfully, of course, you know, I've those are the one of the reasons why I've gotten into conflicts with my mom as well. Um, for those that don't feel like they're getting support from their parents, just want you to know you're doing a great job. Don't think that just because your parents are not supporting, just because your parents are not asking you, how are you, how are your grades, doesn't mean that your parents don't care about you. Just because your parents are not asking you, how how is work doesn't mean your parents don't care about you. Your parents are very proud of you. They're just so self-consumed. For those that do have parents who are supporting, I'm so happy for you. You know, that's what's most important and that's what's made you who you are today. Either great, either trying to be great, or even at the bottom, you're still gonna get there one day. These are just words of encouragement. I feel like, you know, if you're like taking the train to work, if you're driving to work, listening to this, you know, I hope that it's touched you in some ways. I hope that, you know, it teaches you that no matter what the situation is, you can rise above it. So I actually wanted to teach the audience something really quickly about mental health. You know, we have to we do have to incorporate that into the mix, so that's never going to be, um, that's never going to be subtracted from what's going on here. So I just wanted to tell my audience, te- just teach my audience. If you already know, high five. I wanted to teach my audience about repressed and suppressed emotions. Um, Repression and suppression is another type of defense mechanism. So repression involves unconsciously blocking unwanted thoughts or impulses. So it's like having a traumatic experience, right? And you, for some reason, are unable to remember. It's like your mind is blocking that memory it's that's why it's also known is also known as a defense mechanism um another word attached to repressed emotions are suppressed emotions so suppressed emotions are more like entirely voluntarily um they purposely try to forget and not think about painful or unwanted thoughts so i decided to tell You know, everyone about this is because um, because I felt like at a moment I was suppressing my feelings at a great amount, you know, with my mom. I am a mental health major and I should be able to communicate with her. You know, during the years of both my parents, them not saying sorry, I kept so much in me. And if you guys remember episode one. Um, I explained that, you know, me and my dad, we had a lot of conflict and what I did was I, you know, suppressed all those emotions and it bowled up to one big, like, hate at a point point. and before I knew that I could even talk to him and try to, like, you know, get everything situation situated or everything, like, fixed where, like, I had healing and he had healing, he passed away. That's why they also say life is too short. Don't be for someone that is here on Earth before they pass away and say, "I wish I would have. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that." Because I say that for the rest of my life, right? So I, I find myself, you know, repressing some emotions for my mom because, you know, she's just like my dad. She don't know how to say sorry, so it becomes very difficult. I've learned that suppressing your emotions is not very well. It's not very good. So I've decided to, you know, do this thing where like. When someone does something that bothers me, whether they're wrong or right, I feel like I do have to share it. I don't want to keep it inside because that's when everything gets balled up. And then next time they do something, you blow up. And then they start to question, like, what's going on? Like, I wonder why she's blowing up like that. But in reality, it's because, you know, I suppressed my emotions prior. So, you know, I hope that I taught everyone a little something, something. Like I stated, if you already know it, then... I'm sorry for, you know, this moment in time, but, you know, I feel like once in a while we do have to learn a little bit about how mental health concerns can affect us. You know, that's also a part of stress. You know, stress is what causes us to repress or suppress our emotions. Um, I wanted to also talk about, you know, as I incorporated before, characteristics um, that you as an individual may have that may affect people like I stated I told everyone what my bad characteristics are my good characteristics I feel like are um that I'm very sensitive I'm very empathetic so if you're like crying or if you feel bad about something I'm gonna feel bad or if I'm like arguing with you and I'm not on good terms with you I'm gonna feel bad Because, like, I don't like arguing with people. Like, I feel like I'm arguing with the world. I just don't like it. Like, the feeling is not good. And, of course, people are going to be like, duh. Like, of course, everybody feels that way. But there's people that, like, they don't take it, like, lightly. I feel like I'm in the middle. You know, I'm not at the point where, like, I'm, you know, drinking booze and on the floor and listening to, you know, some sad um, shit. But definitely, you know, in the middle where it's just like, damn, like, you know, I wish that it wasn't like that. Um, And so I feel like with those mixed characteristics, it can be a little, like, rocky in terms of, like, some relationships or some friendships. But I definitely am working on, you know, trying to control my emotions. I'm working on trying to get room for people to, like, you know, speak their mind, be open-minded. I'm trying to get room for you know, myself to to be open-minded as well. You know, sometimes you may feel a way about something and that's not really what it is, but you still want clarity, you still want closure. Um, and yeah, you know, definitely self-acknowledgement is very important. And I felt like I needed to share this, you know, personal thing with you because if you have a problem with self-acknowledgement, if you have a problem with just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, listen, you gotta fix this and you gotta fix that then you need to start today because it can definitely not only affect you but your, the other relationships that you know you do get yourself in so it's definitely it's definitely important to get yourself prepared it's definitely important to you know do some research on yourself you know if you find yourself lashing out just try to think about all the things that have caused you to be mad You know, you can do you can incorporate some coping skills, some breathing exercises just to bring you back to where you were. You know, you never want to lose your cool because they always say the person that loses their cool is the person that looks like the fool the most. Okay, let's not forget that. Everyone, so you know, that's definitely important. I do hope that for everyone that is listening. You will tune into next week's episode. And that's the one on relationships. I keep talking about it because I'm, like, very excited. Um, I know it's definitely going to be not only, like, interesting but a bit intense. Relationships are hard, y'all. You know? And so, you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming. But definitely, you know, if you have a strong bond, you can get through it. Um, it's a lot of noise going on in the background. As I told you guys, I was trying to be on my nature shit. And so I'm going to leave everyone. I know that the time also has been all over the place, but I'm definitely working on um, time control. You know, I even forgot to mention, you know, I've been very overwhelmed throughout the weeks. I never thought that, you know, the podcast can take up so much with in addition to everything that I'm doing. So it has become overwhelming, but, you know, sometimes when I do put out late content, please bear with me. You know, I'm only human and I only have a small team. But I know in a couple, in a few years we'll probably grow from here. So it's cool. And it's a wrap. Is your girl Tiny and what is your mind telling you?